Hey guys, um, I got another trigger warning for you. In this episode, as you could see by the title, we are going to be talking about the Rob Elementary School. And the trigger warning is mostly for um, what the events that happened and because what me and Moshi were talking about in this episode, we got really emotional and... Um, like I said, um, to all the parents who are watching, I wouldn't really recommend watching this. Maybe for information that you could get from this video, because I did talk about, um, a class that I took about school shootings and how to sur- broad your chances of survival. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one, and we will see you in the next one. And I hope you enjoy it. Bye. Hey, yo, what up, Mongos? I am no longer sick. <laughs> but I am. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Um,. <clears throat> she's she D1 was just really sick and I was so scared that she was gonna like give me the sickness. I thought she had COVID, but she did it. It was allergies. God I'm damn. I'm sorry, damn, chill. Well I this is a side note from what we're talking about. I have COVID and I feel like all my family had COVID. But from all my family, I had it first. I had to go to the damn hospital. I, like, when the beginning, like, remember when we were on spring break? I thought my fucking spring break was over because I was sick, but we didn't know it was COVID until, like, the last, maybe, like, on the Thursday when mm-hmm. it was, like, almost the last day. And I was like, damn. Like, I was so sick. It was, like, the worst fucking thing I ever felt in my life. Like, I was blowing my nose so much that, like, one day i had a nosebleed for a long time i got dizzy because i lost so much fucking blood holy crap from my no- i i used to get bad nosebleeds because like whenever it was like hot and dry it would just fucking gush out of my nose but this one was bad i was dizzy holy crap yeah it was bad and Jeez. my mom later on that year she was like yeah i think you had covid and i was like shit i thought you didn't believe in covid well i remember that everyone in our school this is whenever me and d were in um high school um, on December, December and February, everyone was fucking sick. Somehow I wasn't sick. Sick, sick, sick. And I was one of those people, and I was like, I can't breathe. And everyone was like, what's in the air? What's For going real? on? Like, what's in the air? And we don't, we it were all saying, COVID. like, what if it was COVID, you know? Yeah. But, um, going back to whenever I had COVID, I had, um, COVID so bad I could not breathe. I had really bad nosebleeds. I was vomiting, like diarrhea, all that fucking disgusting shit. I thought it was cold, but no. It turns out that I had COVID. I had to go to the hospital, but they were gonna admit me to the hospital because it turned out that I was gonna get. I was get. I had a viral lung in- infection that was going to my kidneys, right? So they had me in the pediatric uh, waiting room because I wasn't like, I was 18, and I get. I'm guessing here. Where we live until you're like a certain age you don't get to go to like the adult one i remember i was there hooked up to an iv and getting my blood drawn blood drawn at the same time and then 
having these little kids behind me going like <laughs> the ipad dying and all the on the tablet and all i know and <laughs> all the nurses were around me like are you okay are you okay i'm like no i'm not good so they were gonna admit me but something happened that week that they couldn't because they didn't have any rooms in the er um it was it this this was all over the country since um, we live in new mexico uh, there was a bus crash in Albuquerque where this guy in a Mustang was racing with some other guy going 120 miles per hour and they hit a, they hit the bus. So many wow. kids got injured and stuff. The guy's free now. The guy is free now. Right. That's fucking stupid, right? But they couldn't admit me because there were so many like kids in there. And at first I was like, man, I could have been dying. Fuck these kids, right? <laughs> but no. no, I was like, no. Some of these kids were like life life or death threatening injuries. Like some some girl had her pelvis like shattered. Like broken. And then broken. you were there with the sniffles. You're like, what about me? For real. <laughs> You're well, like, it's me first. I was here first. Well, like, <laughs> COVID is horrible, man. Like, it's absolutely horrible. It's bad, bad. I don't, ugh. It was disgusting. And I, and I... I wasn't even sad that I was like almost dying. I was just sad that I lost my two-year streak against COVID, bro. Oh no! That was the most disgusting shit ever. I was like, that's what my other friend said. Cause he, when we got back from our trip, he tested and he said that he got positive. I didn't get positive because it was literally, it was quite literally allergies. It was like two Holy symptoms, fuck. but it, it. I just had like my throat was kind of dry my nose it wasn't runny it was stuffy and that was it i was like it's not covid it's allergies when he tested and he got positive and he was like god damn it like my streak like you said he was all like god damn it my fucking streak <laughs> jesus he was christ. like this whole fucking time i never got covid and now i'm sitting here with covid jesus christ anyways um today we're talking about a really hard really hard uh case yeah we talked we we touched on it last episode yeah last last episode but i really didn't want to talk about it but we might as well now yeah we're gonna be talking about the rob elementary school shooting it's just so fucking horrible what happened and keep in mind today or yesterday there was another shooting at a at a hospital in oklahoma from may 24th all the way till now today is um june 2nd there has been a total of 16 mass shootings i like i cannot fucking believe america like you think that this shit would stop okay like this is like a little off topic ish but so i saw this thing on tiktok how remember like everyone remembers 9-11 even if you weren't alive Mm -hmm. and everything changed like whenever you go through airport like the security is fucking it's a lot a lot of fucking security bro if you have like i'm sorry for interrupting you Mm -hmm. but whenever i had to go to south carolina to see someone uh i remember i had my my meds with me because i had to take meds they took me out of line and they're like what is this i'm like it's what it says is there it's my meds like what are you taking for i'm like anxiety and depression like bipolar like okay are you sure you have it you don't have anything else i'm like take one out test it they did and it's just normal meds so i went through the scanner that scans your whole body they took me out again 
They're like, we're gonna need to search you. Like, just like tap me and shit. It's because my bra had a wire. I didn't do that. I always wear a sports bra. You fucking lucky bitch. But it was the most uncomfortable shit ever. And going back to the onset, like, everyone was like, we will not forget 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. We'll go what about on. now? Yeah. We'll go in back to, like, what I was... Because I saw this thing on TikTok. And... Because she did... Or they 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 used, like, 9-11 as an example. Because, like, everything changed. Security in the airport was fucking, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And... She brought up, like, well, why don't they do the same thing for school shootings? It's because it's money. So the money thing is a problem. So, like, 9-11 happened, and they got to pay for more security. Like, so they really didn't need to, like, like, they weren't going to gain any money from that. But since it's school shootings, they were like, oh, well... Now more people are going to go buy guns to protect themselves and they want to, yeah, and now they, like, it's just money. They're not doing anything because it makes money somehow. I forget what, what the TikTok was, but somehow school shootings, like, it's make, somehow making money and that's why they don't give a fuck. That is the most stupidest fucking shit I've heard And it's disgusting. I feel like, you know how people used to be like, defund the police, right? I yeah. thought that was stupid. I'm sorry, but I thought that was the dumbest shit ever. And I'm not trying to be like, police lives matter. Because some of them are fucking assholes, right? A lot of police, um, a lot of p- police are racist, right? Mm-hmm. And they do atrocious shit whenever the cameras are off, right? Mm-hmm. But what they're doing now in Texas is that they're going to have armed police at schools. And that's what they're trying to do here in New Mexico as well. Right. So, where did all those people go from, like, defund the police, right? Because we kind of need them now. They kind schools kind of need them. Thank God I'm not, I'm not in school anymore. But my my niece and my cousins are, they're in school, right? I was literally telling my mom, I was like, mom, it's better to take out my little sister from school. I don't feel safe. Because, um, the middle school she's at, there's constant threats, there's, like, this kid they ex- expelled. He was expelled from a, some this other middle school, and he came here to Berlin. He got expelled because he bought a gun, a BB gun, to school. That is <sighs> bullshit. Anyways, we got sidetracked. Yeah. <clears throat> I just thought it was, like, an interesting thing to bring up because cause at the end of the day, it's America. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about money. It's not about, like, taking care of people. No, it's... It's money. That's the fucking... Like, you know how they say, like, money is, like, evil? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's fucking evil. So, as always, I'm very lazy to (laughs) make a script. So I'm taking this out of Wikipedia. And... Wikipedia is a great source. (laughs) Please, No matter what my English teacher told me. Please correct us if we're wrong about this, uh, this information. So, on May 24th, 2022, 18-year-old Salvador Rolando Ramos fatally shot 19 students and two teachers and went and wounded 17 other people at Robert Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, United States. Earlier in the day, he shot his grandmother in the forehead at home, severely wounding her. Outside the school, he fired shots for approximately five minutes before entering on... on... what? unobstructed with the AR-15 style rifle. 
through an unlocked side entrance door. Then he locked himself inside a classroom, killed 19 students and two teachers, and remained there for one hour before a member of the United States Border Control Tactical Unit fatally shot him. This was the third deadliest school shooting in the United States after the Virginia Tech shooting in 2007 and the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting in 2012, and the deadliest in Texas. It happened May 24, 2022 at approximately 11.30 a.m. and finished at 12.50 a.m. It's almost an hour. They, they, it took an hour. Yeah. What for I them heard, to, for them to kill him. Yeah. What I heard was so there's police obviously, but they saved their kids first mm-hmm. and then they left the other like kids there to die. And some parents tried to go in and save their kids but they just wouldn't let them. Mm-mm. And I'm like I understand cuz that's your kid. I I do. I get it. You're a parent. But th- these people are also parents. Like I know like putting them inside unarmed and that and like with no experience like i know that's dangerous but like right after you saved your kid you did nothing to save those other kids it's a dumbest show ever mm-hmm. people were saying we're saying that it's like it was a hate crime right like hate like racist right the guy was like latino yeah that school was mostly latino and people of color right yeah there was 22 deaths, including the perpetrator. 18 injured, including the perpetrator's grandmother at home. His grandma survived. Well, that's good. And after, like, she didn't... He didn't kill her. She called the cops. Yeah. She called the cops. And the motive was unknown. Law enforcement and officials have been criticized for their actions in response to the shooting and their conduct is being reviewed in separate investigations by the Texas Ranger Division and the um, United States Department of Justice. After initially praising first responders to the shooting, Governor Texas Governor Greg Abbott called for an investigation into the lack of action by incident commanders. Police officers waited 78 minutes on site before breaching the classroom to engage Ramos. I'm sorry if my voice is shaky. This just angers me, and it makes me so fucking sad. Yeah. It also triggers me because, like we mentioned in the last episode, we were we were in many threats. Because, like, like I said last episode, no one got hurt, but we were still fucking, like, we're still fucked in the head because of it. Yeah. And, like, our school threats are, like, we when we had to had when he, when we had to have shut down shut lockdowns and stuff like that it was scary and this is really off topic but when it, uh, i th- i don't know it was like a few days ago me and d1 were uh we were just hanging out and we she picked me up from her house from her house we went uh buffalo Wild wings and then we came back and we went i went to go buy pedialyte for my sister because she was really sick <laughs> Dion bought a sword and i bought slime right mm-hmm. i'm an adult once we were walking out there was this guy, like, I'm not trying to, like, sound really mean, but, like, it just scared me. Yeah. This guy, kind of, like, thug-looking guy, you know, just, I was, like, his vibes were off. <laughs> he was walking, and, on, and on, on his hand, I thought I saw a fucking gun. I stopped in my tracks, and I went pale. And then, like, I looked at his hand again, and it was just his phone and his keys. And then after we got in Dion's, um tank my tank um 
I told her, I told you, I'm like, Dion, I'm fucked up. Like, I straight up thought this guy had a fucking gun. And here I was, I was like playing with my foam sword. I'm like, Alexia, look, I'm like Demon Slayer now. <laughs> and then I was just tweaking. I was like, I know. And then she was tweaking. I was like, what's wrong? What happened? And she was like, and then she told me and I was like, oh, I'm just so oblivious. I know. I was like, oh, no. you could have died, bro. You would have just been, look at my sword. Look at my sword. Luckily, like, it was just keys in the phone. It, it, dude, it still haunts me. And I, it's like that guy didn't have anything, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a gun. I straight up thought it was a gun. Because that's how fucked we are. Because we think that, like, it's like trauma and shit. I straight up thought I was going to die. But thank God the, the guy just had his phone in his keys, man. He had his phone in his keys. He yeah. was just minding his business. He, was pro- he probably, like, thought, he's like, what the hell was she staring at? You know? It was just so scary. <sighs> I don't, I don't know. It was just scary. Police also condoned off this off the school grounds, resulting in co- violent conflicts between police and civilians who were attempting to enter the school to rescue children. Afterwards, local and state officials gave ac- inaccurate reports of the timeline of police actions and overstated police actions. The Texas Department of Public Safety acknowledged that it was an error for law enforcement to delay an assault on Ramos' position in the student-filled classroom, attributing to the Uville Consolidated Independent Schools District Police Chief assessment of the situation as one with a barricaded subject instead of an active shooter. Oh, and then there was another thing that I saw on TikTok. So, apparently... So, they teach, like, students this, in which it's fucked, but, so, sometimes when the shooter comes in, they'll pretend to be police, and they'll be like, it's okay, like, you can come out now, and, like, and this one girl, so, the like, the shooter, he didn't do this, but, like, the police, like, one policeman was like, yell out help if you need help, so she did. But then the shooter overheard and he shot her. And there was a student that like saw this, witnessed this. He was like hiding under a desk and he just saw his like friend get shot. And they teach students this and you'd think police would know that too. I was just going to say that 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 kid was on the news. Mm-hmm. He was saying, he was explaining, he's like, one of the police guys say, 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 help me if like you need help. And the girl said, help me, help me. And he described it in such a way, I'm like, no freaking... Like, keep in mind, these kids were the age of 8 to 10. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. This kid really said, like, she said help, and the guy... And then the shooter came to him, to her and shot her point blank in the head. Like, to us, that's, like, common sense, and you think the police would, like, fucking hear that. It's sad to think that that's common sense. Like, because, um, a couple years ago, we went to, like, this mock thing where they took us to my old elementary school, and they were just, like, they set up a whole fake, it was all fake. Keep in mind, it was all fake. They had, um, some students, like, me included, and we were just, like, it was, like, a, like, a drill for the police department and stuff. So... We, um, so they put me in, like, the quote-unquote nurse's office with this other, um, lady. So she was the quote-unquote nurse, 
and this other lady, I guess she was like the secretary. So it was like a whole scene, basically, that they set up. And I was like a sick kid, quote unquote. And the lady, like the secretary, I think she was a secretary. She like just walked in to like uh, grab something or whatever. And I was right next to the office, like right there. And they gave us like earplugs and they told us like the time that it would start. But they like they did that on purpose because you never know when a shooting's going to start. So we were waiting for like, I believe, 10 minutes and we we're just sitting there. And we heard shots. And before that, they gave us, like, a briefing. They said, um, lock yourself in the, the nearest room. Well, right, right next to us was, like, a bathroom. So there was no lock on the bathroom, but I had my lanyard on me. Mm-hmm. And they said, like, use, like, string from your shoes. But I had my lanyard on me, so it was, like, the easiest to take off. We wrapped it around that little, um, the bar thing, like, to, like, keep the door from, like, slamming so like it it would slowly close the door and they said like if you wrap something around it'd be like really fucking hard to like open the door you'd have to like ram it open Mm -hmm. and the police they came to the door and i would just like wait 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 it could be like the shooter like don't open the door yet and the teacher was like uh take your badge off and slide it under the door because they told us to do that Mm -hmm. like like so that we know that it's real and but it was like a military guy that came in and he was like, I'm military. I, I don't have a badge. And we were like, well, we don't trust you. We're not going to open the door. Mm-hmm. But we were like, they're like, no, 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 we're serious. Like, open the door. But we were just like, mm. and the two teachers, they were like right behind me because I was the student and I was their first priority. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it was all fake, but I was still... I was still kind of fucked because it was right after that fucking scary ass shooting that we had that threat. And they were shooting blanks. Huh? Yeah, they were blanks shooting blanks, but it's loud. Sound, yeah, it was loud. It was real. And there was shells on the floor and we finally got out and they took us like across the street because across the street was like a homeschool place, but like it was still part of the school. Mm-hmm. So we that and I ran, I ran out because I was having like an anxiety attack and I was just like calming down. And we had a couple of, um, like, we had two other mocks. Mm-hmm. The second time, or no, whenever they were taking us out the first time, the secretary, the other secretary, I knew her from, because I was my old elementary school, and they put makeup on her and stuff. And I, they took us through the, um, the office, and I walked through, and they were all pretending to be dead and stuff. And I was just so fucking triggered because the makeup looked too, it was too much for me. The secretary that I knew for, like, my entire elementary career, like, they had, like, a fake eye popping out of her head because she got shot in the face. Oh, my God. Yeah, they made, they, like, really wanted to sell that shit. And I just looked and I was, like, I was just having bad anxiety attacks because, yeah. I was just so fucking triggered and then I ran, like, across the street and I needed to take a moment. And she walked in still with the fucking makeup on like i could see it more clearly and i was like girl you look like a fucking zombie fuck oh god i know oh no yeah and then the second time it was students that were getting shot i didn't get the makeup like i was like one of the ones that were alive oh geez and they this one girl who i also grew up and went to that elementary school with she also got shot in the face like not in the face in the head so they had like a 
bullet wound in her head, and I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, I learned a couple of stuff when I was in that class. That's like... It, horrible bro i know but it was actually like good information for me to know because i was like because i think about that because i'm like what if i'm in the fucking bathroom and there's typically there's no locks on the bathroom door so i'm like what am i gonna do so then i i got that knowledge and ugh, i don't know triggered (laughs) i was so triggered Following the shooting, which took place only 10 days after the 2022 Buffalo shooting, wider discussions ensued about American gun culture and violence, gridlock in politics, and law enforcement's failure to halt the attack. Some have advocated for a renewal of assault weapons federal ban. Others criticized politicians for the perceived roles in continuing to enable mass shootings. Republicans have responded to resisting the implementation of gun control measures and called and called for increasing security measures in school, such as arming teachers. They also expressed concern about the po- polit- politicization of the shooting. Some Republican senators, including Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, expressed the openness for bipartisan agreement on gun reform, such as incentivizing whatever states to pass red flag laws and expanding background checks for gun purchaser so i agree with like i don't agree with the like arming teachers it's a like mm, kind of but you know how easy it would be t- for a student to get that gun exactly yeah. exactly that exactly <clears throat> but uh what mr mitch mcconnell excuse me um i was talking about it to my mom i'm like i feel like people if they want to get guns because i'm not pro-gun neither like no guns i'm like in the middle because i'm like yeah you're moderate yeah i'm moderate i'm like yeah we need guns to protect ourselves right but at the same time what if it runs to the wrong hands that's why i was telling them like they should really run background checks on people like see absolutely everything they do like if they've been checked into psychiatric hospitals like if they have a crime a crime pass and stuff like that and i should i also think they should take a mental evaluation yeah right so um this is going to be really off topic but another mass shooting that happened was in fort hood texas fort hood is an army base in texas a lot of shit has happened there for me that is one of the worst bases you could ever be in. A lot of soldiers I talk to that are my friends, or in a soldier I talked to whenever I was going to join the army, when I was thinking of joining the army, um, they're like, oh yeah, Fort Hood is the best, you know? But other people are like, no, it's literally a hellhole. Because women and men get sexually assaulted there a lot. There has been, I want to say, two mass shootings, right? Because people in the military do not give a shit about mental health. They're like, oh, you have mental health? You're below me. You fucking suck. You're no one. Right. And for me, I'm like, that's literally the most fucked up shit ever. And going back to what you say, like, it's money. Like, you write money. We're, like, a lot of us that pay taxes, all our money go to the state, mostly goes to the military. Mm -hmm. We get, we, like, I was talking to one of my friends that is currently in the military. He's all like, yeah, we get... Um, they really don't care about mental health. Sure, there's counselors, but they're like, rough it out. 
here's some meds. Rough it out. There you go. That's it. And he's all like, ooh. Sometimes they're like, ooh, you're depressed. You want to kill yourself? <laughs> Look, we bought a new Humvee. How does that make you feel? Right? I feel like they're spending their shit, their money, the money, on the most stupid shit ever. They don't, like, take care of their soldiers. That's what we need to focus on. And civilians, too. We need to focus on mental health. Because, sure, physical injuries are the worst. Like, they're pretty bad, right? Mental and emotional injuries, or scars, they're one of the most hard to deal with. Because, sure, people will be like, rough it out, you'll be fine. No, you're not. No, you're not. How are you, how is someone going to understand how you feel if you're not, if they're not you? They don't understand how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I was saying, um, because there's been mass shootings in, um, army bases and stuff like that. I feel like everyone should, uh, do the gun thingy and Mm -hmm. also take care of the people that are wielding guns. Yeah. Especially the people in the military and civilians. That's what that's what all that money needs to go to. Mental health. People mm-hmm. are really saying like older people, boomers, Gen X, and stuff like that. Millennials. They're like, it's okay. Rough it out. Yeah. Rough it out, bitch. Yeah, like what do you want me to do? Rub some dirt in it? Like that's not helping. I mean to spit on it so I could like I could make it better? No, it's not gonna fucking help. It's literally not gonna help. Yeah. And going back to the shooting. There was a lot of people defending the shooter. I'm. I really don't like to say his name. I don't like yeah, seeing we're his not face. Say his name. We're not gonna post his face because he does not deserve it. No. I'm not a person that said that is like really mean. Says like, oh, hope you. Fu- I am. I'm, I'm glad you fucking died. But this guy, I'm sorry. I. I'm glad he fucking died. That's gonna sound like the most horrible shit ever. He claims that he was bullied because he was poor. And shit like that. How are you going to be poor whenever in your last Instagram post, you posted a picture of you with the iPhone 13? And how the fuck are you poor when you wasted more than that, more than $2,000 on gun and ammo? Yeah. How are you poor? For real. How? Yeah. That is fucking unacceptable. And also, why take it out? These are, ele- on, these are kids. On these children. are children. 10 I'm reading the the victims. 10, 9, 10, 10, 9, 9, 10, 11, 10, 10, 10. Why? What did they do? What did they do to you? Did you did they did you walk right next to the fucking like when they were outside in recess? Did they call you like a poopy head and then you're like, "Oh, let's let's go shoot them up." Like, why? I'm so angry. These are elementary kids. How old were you? I'm getting so emotional. How old were you? What did these kids do? These kids literally had their whole... I'm sorry if I'm crying, guys, but... This, like, hurt. This hurt me. Right? I saw... TikToks of reporters putting it on TikTok. There was, uh... This dad. You could see him in the videos where, like, like, there's this guy talking to police and then out of nowhere he just goes down and just like cries and stuff like that that's him he was saying that his stepdaughter i can't remember her name from the top of my head she just turned 10 two days ago before that shooting right yeah two days ago before that fucking shooting and 
he said that they had that they had like a little routine that they would take each other to school. I mean, he would take her to school and they would jam out to ACDC and be like, I love you. And like, I love you too, right? He didn't know that was the last time he was going to see her. Yeah. And then there was this other grandpa that uh, was waiting in waiting outside saying like, oh, maybe she's alive. Yeah. Maybe she's alive. I saw that too. And he's like, oh no, maybe I'll just go to the hospital to see if she's there. He's like, oh, pro- she's probably not there. So he went back to the school and when it, whenever he went back to the school, he's like, I'm sorry, your granddaughter's dead. She was so excited for her last softball tournament. Mm-hmm. And she never got it. She never what got is, to play these- softball. That's what she was looking forward to. And this fucking bastard took that away from her. This fucking piece of shit, man. Like I don't understand. I don't understand. Nothing. Like, this nothing would make me make understand. Sense. This shit does not make sense. It doesn't. Sense. These are children. What are we doing? Guys, what are we doing? You want to... I said this in the last fucking episode. I get it. You want to... You want your guns because... You, like, for safety and shit. But kids are dying. They're fucking dying. And for what? And we're not doing fuck about it. We're not doing shit about it. Nothing. Let me put this in. I know it's nothing related to this. But you know like how all like the Republicans were just politi- polit- politicizing this shit? Mm-hmm. You know how they're pro, pro, uh, pro-life? pro Yeah. Children are children. What about now? Yeah. What are you doing about now? What are you doing about these poor children that like had their lives taken away by this fucking bastard that just decided to fucking just go there where's your pro-life now where are they now yeah where's this fucking energy it's just rage it's i don't have fucking words this this just makes me so fucking mad mm-hmm. it just makes me so fucking mad like I can't. I literally can't. And to make matters worse, since the the perpetrator was of Latino descent, and this the school was of Hispanic and Latino and people of color descent. Since I'm Latina, right? I'm Latina. I speak Spanish. You know. They're saying it's them damn Mexicans. It's them damn Cubans. It's them damn black people. So you see. When it's white shooters, which is the majority of fucking school shooters, it's, oh, they have a mental health issue. But if it's anybody else of color, it's terrorism, it's this, it's that. It's not. It's all the fucking same. It's literally fucking bullshit. Literally fucking bullshit. So, background. Um... Uvalde is a Hispanic majority city, about 16,000 people in, in the South Texas region. It is located about 60 miles east of the Mexican and United States border, about 95 miles west of San Antonio. About in 20, 2022, about 90% of Rob Elementary School's six, 600 students in the second, second through fourth grades were Hispanic. About 81% of the student population came in from economically disadvantaged backgrounds. On the day of the shooting, 
there have been awards ceremony at the schools. Um, online, there's people, um, Mexican, Hispanic people, they're asking for help for them to have enough money to bury their own children. Yeah. Which should never have to happen. Mm-hmm. Should never have to happen. No parent should be able to, like, bury their children first in them. Yeah. Um, in the last episode, I put a link to the, um, GoFundMe, and we donated, like, like, this is as much as we could donate. I, we donated $20, cause, like, something was better than nothing, but I still think that you guys should go and donate to the families, because... We'll put it, we'll put it in the description. Yeah, we'll, I'll put it It would need, it would, like, we're not, I am not, um, I don't know the victims. I'm not family with the victims, neither is Dion. But at this time, they need as much help as they need. As they need, yeah. they need all the help they can get. So that's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Again, no parent should be able to bury their own their own child. No fucking parent. No. Especially a kid, kids that were from the ages of eight to like eleven. Mm-hmm. They had their whole entire lives ahead of them they didn't even reach middle school they were about to they a lot of the kids that uh unfortunately got killed they were three days before it was three days before the last day of school and just like i will never get like i will never fucking say this enough that was absolute fucking bullshit what happened the most fucking disgusting thing that could ever fucking happen. <sighs> so, um, school security perpetrators. Preparations, I mean. The city of Uvel sent 40% of, of its municipal budget on its police department in the 2019 to 2020 fiscal year. In Uvel Consolidated Independent School District, the school district governing Rob Elementary School had m- multiple security measures in the place at the time of the shooting. UCISD, that is the UVL, um, blah, 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 God, the UVL school district thingy, has six officer police, uh, six officer police department responsible for security at the district's eight schools. It also had more than doubled its expenditures on security measures in the four years preceding the shooting and in 2021 it expanded to police force from four officers to six the state of texas has given the ucisd a 69,000 um, grant to improve security measures as part of the 100 million a statewide allocation made after the 2018 santa fe high school shooting hold on give me a second what is this Oh, the Santa Fe High School shooting was another high school shooting um, in Texas, in which 10 people were slain. The district also has security staff that patrol door entrances and parking lots at secondary campuses. Since the 2020 USCID, whatever, that thingy, chief of police is Pedro Arredondo. The school 
and the school district had extensive security measures in place. The school used Social Sentinel, a software service that monitored the social media accounts of students and other UVL affiliated people to identify threats made to students or staff. The district's reading plan noted that the use of Raptor visitor management system in schools to scan visitors' ID and check them against watch lists as well as two-way radios. Hence, full closures around campus, school threat assessment teams, and a policy of locking doors of classroom. The UCISD held joint security training exercises in, in August 2020 along with the UVL Police Department. The UVL County Sheriff's Department and other local law enforcement agencies also hosted an active shooter scenario training exercise in March 2022 which covered a range of topics such as solo responses to active shooters, shooters, first aid, and evacuation, and scenarios enacted through role playing. So literally, they had what Dion went through. Yeah. And that was In March. Like, it was all fake, but it was still traumatizing. They had fucking training for this. Yeah. All of them had fucking training for this. Why the fuck did they, did they, it take, 70 fucking minutes for them to get in there and do something. Yeah, what were they doing? What were you doing the whole fucking time? Were you on fucking TikTok or something? Fucking... <laughs> God damn, Dion. I need to add some kind of humor into this. Like, I don't know. I'm triggered. The exercise also covered the ability to compare and contrast an active shooter situation versus a barricaded subject or hostage crisis where an armed person isolates himself with limited to no ability to harm others. The March 2022 training materials for the UCISD stated, quote, Time is the number one enemy during active shooter response. The best hope that the innocent victims have is that officers immediately move into action to isolate, distract, or neutralize the threat, even if that means putting one officer acting alone. End quote. The materials also put the materials also put the fourth position that a quote first responder unwilling to place the lives of the innocent above their own safety should consider another career field. So, End quote. so going back to like when I was like doing my scenario thing, I remember, so like I said, I, like the first time that we were doing the round, um, I was in another classroom, which was supposed to be the nurse's office, but the walls were pretty fucking, it was an old school. And I remember the one, uh, the teacher, um, the science teacher, you mm-hmm. know him, mm-hmm. he was playing the shooter and a couple of students. Mr. Bolivar? Yeah, Mr. Bolivar. He Damn. was. Yeah, he was like he was going all out. He was even like yelling and shit. And one of the he was students, <laughs> one of the other students. I don't want to give out her name, but she was there, and I knew her. I I knew her voice. She was trying to calm him down, like, because you know, it, like this, it was basically role playing, mm-hmm. and he was yelling, and she was like trying to distract him, mm-hmm. and like talk to him, and she was like, "Why are you doing this?" Like. Like, the whole spiel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Until police, the police came in, and they took him down. Mm-hmm. And... Where's Bolivar? <laughs> I love Bolivar. But, yeah. <sighs> I just felt I needed to say that because mm-hmm. it was basically, like, the same shit that they said in the article. Mm. 
so this is the events the shooting so on may 24th salvador fuckface ramos and his 66 year old grandmother had an argument over a phone bill at their home in newville during which he shot her in the forehead before taking her ford pickup truck she survived and sought help from neighbors while police officers were called in she was airlifted to a hospital in san antonio in critical condition using his facebook account he sent three private messages to a 15 year old girl from germany who who he had met online prior to the shooting the first to say that he was going he um she was the first that knew because he told her that he was going to shoot his grandmother a second to say that he had shot his grandmother and a third about 15 minutes before the shooting to say that he was going to open fire at the elementary school a spokesperson for meta a parent company of facebook said that the posts were private one-to-one messages discovered after the shooting took place ramos crashed his grandmother's truck through a barricade in and into a concrete ditch outside rob elementary school at 11:28 a.m according to police and security camera for footage he was wearing a plate carrier type of tactical vest without armor inserts a backpack and all black clothing while carrying a AR-15 style rifle and seven 30-round magazines. He brought into the sev- into the school only one of the two rifles that he legally bought, and he left the other one outside with the, tr- the, the trash truck. A witness said that he first uh, fired at two people nearby in a funeral home, both of whom escaped uninjured. Uninjured. The police reported receiving 911 calls about a vehicle having crashed near the school. After hearing the 911 call, a school resource officer drove to the school's campus and pursued a teacher who they erroneously believed to be the gunman, driving past Ramos in the process. Ramos entered the school through its west-facing entrance door, which has been shut by a teacher who has seen him. The door did not lock despite it being designed to be locked when shut. The police chief uh, estimated that the shooting began at 11.32, according to a Facebook post by the school. The school was placed on lockdown at 11.43 in response to gunshots heard in the vicinity. After entering the building, Ramos walked down two short hallways and entered a classroom that was internally connected to another classroom. A survivor of the shooting said that the said that as teacher Irma attempted to unlock to lock the door to the classroom sorry if I'm stuttering guys this shit just like makes me mad (laughs) he shot her through the the door's window then back Garcia into the classroom and said good night as he shot and killed her another survivor recounted that Ramos said you're all gonna die after entering the classroom then he opened fire on the rest of the students and another teacher in the room According to the surviving uh, to a surviving student, Ramos played sad music before the shooting began. All of the fatalities, including the students and two teachers, were located in the fourth grade classroom where he locked the door. The majority of the shooting occurred inside the building within the few minutes. Ramos was in the building for 40 to 60 minutes while armed police remained outside the classroom and building. Multiple students played dead while the shooting took place, including one student, 11-year-old 
Maya Cerrillo, who smeared herself with the blood of one of her dead classmates to give credence to the subfutage. So she was, yeah, so she was pretending to be dead, and she used the blood of one of her friends. I heard that that's, like, um, a pretty common, I hate to say that, a pretty fucking common thing to do is to play dead and even smear blood on your, on, on yourself so that, you know, that you look convincing. Since I've never, like, I've never been in the military. But what I hear from this is that those kids were literally in fucking war. Right? That's some. I feel like that's something a military person would do. And here we have a, per, a kid. 11. 11-year-old 11 kid doing that. That's absolute, absolutely horrible. I remember in another... I think it was Sandy Hook. Um... I remember, I forgot this YouTuber's name, but he always, like, interviewed people. Anthony Padilla, yeah. Mm. Anthony Padilla, he interviewed this one girl, and she said that she hid right behind, like, her friend that got shot and he was dead. Mm -hmm. And she hid right behind him and pretended to be dead until police showed up and escorted her out. That was the same fucking tactic that this little girl used. According to a student who hid in the adjoining classroom, Ramos came and slightly crouched down, saying, It's time to die before opening fire. Afterwards, a responding officer called out, Yell if you need help. A girl in the adjoining classroom said, Help. Ramos heard the girl enter the classroom and shot her in the head. The student said that the officer then barged into the classroom and fired, uh, Ramos fired at the officer, causing more officers to return fire. Officers arrived four minutes after Ramos entered the school and attempted to make entry, but retreated after he fired at them. Officers were not successful in establishing negotiations. Additional uh, emergency response. United States Marshal Service deputies drove nearly 70 miles to the school and arrived at 12.10 p.m., where they helped officers initially confront the shooter, render aid, and secure the perimeter. At 12.17, the school sent out a message on Twitter that there was an active shooter at the elementary school. The, school, the school's district police chief, Pedro Arredondo, erroneously determined that the situation has transitioned from an active shooter to a barricaded subject, according to the Texas Department of Safety. With Ramos thought, um, thought, thought to be contained, officials believed that they had bought enough time to bring in tactical units. According to the Texas Department of Public Safety, Lieutenant, first responding officers had insufficient manpower and were unable to enter the classroom and instead evacuated teachers and children by breaking, breaking the windows around the school. After the police cornered outside of the school, parents pleaded with officers to enter the building. When they did not, parents offered to enter the building themselves. Officers held back, tackled parents who tried to enter the school, further warning that they would use tasers if the, if the parents did not comply with directions. Video clips were uploaded, uploaded to social media, included one, included that one depicted, <laughs> sorry, including one that depicted a parent being pinned to the ground. Police pepper sprayed a parent trying to get their child. An officer tackled a father. Police reportedly used a taser on a parent 
who approached a bus to get a child. A mother of two students at the school was placed in handcuffs by officers for attempting to enter the school. When released by handcuffs, she jumped the fence and retrieved her children, exiting before the police entered. A video clip showing parents question, questioning why police were not trying to save their children, to which officer replies, quote, because I'm having to deal with you, end quote. Some police officers were reported to have entered the school early to retrieve their own children, while other parents were being blocked from entering outside. A United States Border Patrol tactical unit agent rushed to the scene after receiving a text message from his wife, who was a teacher there. Prior to this, the officer had been off-duty before receiving the news. The officer immediately sent out, sent out with a shotgun his barber... Oh, damn, Batty, I'm sorry, <laughs> had lent him and arrived on the scene approximately an hour before, an hour after the responders, the first responders arrived. Additional border, border patrol tactical agents arrived, but they did not have a battering ram or other breaching tools, so a U.S. marshal on the scene provided agents with a ballistic shield. Ramos stayed in the classroom for around an hour, hiding behind the steel door that officers were unable to open until they obtained a master key. From the janitor. After the door was unlocked, a border patrol agent entered the room holding a shield, followed by two other uh, border patrol agents, a border patrol search, trauma, and rescue agent, and at least one of the sheriff's one sheriff deputy. Ramos reported open fire to the group with a closet from a closet in the in the room before officials returned fire and killed him. As Uvalde Consolidated School District. Police officers exchanged fire with Ramos. Border Patrol agents joined them in response to rescue um, for a request for assistance. One sustained an injury. According to Governor Greg Abbott, the injured Border Patrol agent fatally shot Ramos. Jesus Christ. And that gives a timeline, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm pretty sure we I'm pretty sure we covered that. Here are the victims. 19 students and two teachers were killed in the shooting. Nevea Bravo was 10 years old. Jacqueline Jalen Casares was 9. McKenna Lee Elrod was 10. Jose Flores was 10. Eliana Garcia was 9. Uzea Garcia was 9. Emery Joe Garza was 10. Javier Xavier Javier Lopez was 10. Jace Carmelo Lue. Luevanos was 10. Tess Marie Mata was 10. Miranda Mathis was 11. Alicia Ramirez was 10. Annabel Guadalupe Rodriguez was 10. Maite Yulenia Rodriguez was 10. Alexandra Anilla Rubio was 10. Leila Salazar was 11. Shayla Nicole Silguero was 11. Aliana Cruz Torres was 10. Rogerio Torres was 10. The teachers, Irma Garcia was 48, and Eva Mireles was 44. The children were in the third and fourth grades. The teachers, Irma Garcia and Eva Mireles, caught in the same fourth grade classroom. 18 people were injured, including the alleged shooter's grandmother and two police officers. Abbott said that the police officers were struck by bullets but had no serious injuries. 
Uvalde Memorial Hospital CEO reported that 11 children and three other people were admitted for emergency care following the shooting. Four were released and two described only as male and female were dead upon arrival. Other, several other victims were taken to the University Hospital in San Antonio. On the day of the shooting, Uvalde Memorial Hospital sent an emergency blood drive for the victims. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center issued an urgent request for blood donations after the shooting and sent 15 units of blood to Uvalde via helicopter, helicopter to be used in area hospitals. On May 27th, the center reported more than 2,000 people donated blood after the tragedy. Shortly after the shooting, a memorial was created outside the school for the victims and survivors with balloon, candles, crosses. A local man made 21 crosses, which were inscribed with the names of the victim, to be placed outside the school. Additional memorials were erected, erected for the deceased victims throughout Uvalde by both local and those who drove into the city to honor the victims. Other memorials and tributes were held throughout the country. Headstones and funeral services were offered to families of victims by local state witnesses. State and local based, locally based food trucks and restaurant owners also traveled to Uvalde for, to offer foods and supplies for families affected by the shooting. The San Antonio Zoo excuse me, announced that they were going to light up their parking garage red, the Robb Elementary School color for 21 days to honor each of the 21 victims. Joe Garza, husband of Irma Garcia. Oh, Garza. Why do you say Garza? I'm so sorry. Joe Garcia, the husband of Irma Garcia, one of the teachers killed in the shooting, dies two, two days after the shooting from a heart attack while attending the memorial. His family said that the heart attack was tied to grief after losing his wife. The Uville Consolidated School created a fund through this first state bank with the money raised going to the families of the victims and survivors with dono donations accepted in person or by check. On May 27th, it was announced that an anonymous donor had donated 117000 to go towards the funerals for the victims. Fundraising has also been seen on the crowdfunding platform GoFundMe, which set up a central hub for people looking to donate to help those affected by the shooting in an effort to stop scammers from taking advantage of the tragedy. As of May 27, about $7.5 has been raised through the hub from donors across the uh, across the U.S. and from 91 more countries. Additional fundraisers for the victims and their families were done through many avenues such as item sales or proceeds from a barbecue. P. Arredondo, the incident commander for law enforcement responding to the shooting, had been elected uh, to the Uvalde City Council on May 7th before the shooting occur occurred. On May 30th, Uvalde Mayor Don Mc Laughing, laughing, said that, quote, the special city council meeting, quote, uh, end quote, where Arredondo would have been sworn in as a city council member will not take place as scheduled, as the focus on Tuesday is on our families who lost loved ones. McLaughlin, 
commented that there is nothing in the city charter election code or Texas constitution that prohibits Arredondo from taking oath in office and that he was not aware of any investigation of Arredondo. On May 31, McLaughlin, McLaughlin revealed that Arredondo had personally visited the visit hall the day and sworn that day and had been sworn as a city council member stating that the lack of ceremony was down out of respect for the families whose children were killed in the shooting. That's just heavy. Yeah. That's that's just heavy. I didn't know what passage you were reading, so I couldn't really follow. But I was listening. That should have never have happened. No. And God bless the people that donated. I'm not really a person of a lot of religion, but I do believe in a God, right? And I feel that everyone, if one of you listeners are someone that helped or donated, good things are coming your way. Good things are coming your way. And this shouldn't have happened in the first place. At all. It's unacceptable. I don't have anything else. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, me too. I can't. I, I, I can't. It's going to be on the news for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't watch the news. I'm not going to watch the news until like a month later. I don't watch the news, period, but. I know this is going to be stupid, but I hope Johnny Depp gives money to the people that you will. Because he won his case. Yeah. Hey, go Johnny. Go Johnny. Go Johnny. <sighs> but yeah. That's all. That's all. A little bit better. That's all. That is all that we have for y'all in today's episode and if you guys can please we're gonna have the link in the description but please donate because these people need help even though like they've they got donated all that money you could still help yeah help by sending like supplies yeah donating blood anything helps they won't take my blood damn we all know why why they don't take gays blood oh my god <laughs> they don't they don't take gay people's blood are you for real they don't no i like are you for real for real you're like dead ass i never donated but i had a couple of people that i knew and they tried to donate but they wouldn't take their blood because they were gay what the fuck yeah that is stupid yeah that is fucking stupid Mm-hmm. they're not gonna take my blood for shit just pretend to be straight okay i will <laughs> But yeah, that's that's all we have. Please mm. try to donate. It's we're not. Well, I was worried. This is like the end notes. I was worried about recording this episode with Dion, um, because I'm like, what if people just be like, oh, they're just trying to talk for views, you know? We need views. No. No. Trying to spread awareness. And sure, a lot of people don't watch them, watch these yeah. podcasts a lot. It's okay. Yeah. If you finish listening to all of it, I love you. Please marry me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just horrible. It's, it hurts me. 
Like, it hurts me. I've never met these children. I've never met their families or anything. It just hurts. And a lot of, like, the events that happened were so fucking triggering. So, I'm going to go into my experience. You can go into your experience. But remember our sophomore year when we had that threat that... Because what happened? Like, some chick got in a fight. Some chick got in a fight. And the other girl was playing dirty. So, the girl, she's expelled, I think. Well, she got expelled. I don't know where she's at right now. She got pepper spray, and she pepper sprayed her ass because she was, like, fighting dirty and actually physically fucking hurting her like Another bad. teacher got pepper sprayed. Like, he got caught in the crossfire. Oh. Charlie. Oh, for real? Yeah, I heard it was him that got pepper sprayed. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, um, the girl that was playing Larity was literally threatening the school to be like, Oh, yeah? Bitch. I'm gonna have my dad and my brother come here and shoot your bitch ass. And actually, they're, the dad and the brother actually came. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what? why we had that lockdown. No, what I heard was, so the dad was at work or the brother, someone was at work, and the SWAT came in and they, like, arrested him or something because, you know, because that chick was like, my dad's gonna come and my brother's gonna come and, like, shoot you or whatever. Well, that's what I heard. Well, I heard something different. Also, I met the girl. Oh, shit. I never met her, bro. Okay, so a couple, like, two years ago, I was working at Subway, and we got a new hire before I quit, and she was telling me how she can't get into school anymore because of, like, shit that she said, and I'm there fucking mopping. It was, like, right after like, right after we closed. It was, like, after hours, and I was, like, I was mopping or sweeping the floor. Wait, she worked with you? Yeah. And... So she was fucking, I was sleeping on the floor, and she was like, yeah, I made a threat to the high school, and I was like, wait a minute, that was you? I don't know how the fuck she got a job at Subway after that, but I was, like, very uncomfortable right after, Mm-mm. and she was telling me all this shit, and I was like, you do know that you ruined your life, and Love you it. ruined your your parents and your brother's lives, and she was like, yeah, because my brother and my dad, they don't like me, I'm like, well, I wouldn't like you either. <laughs> Anyways, so... I remember when I, saw her, when I saw her fucking mugshot, and she was all fucking bruised up. Oh, my God. It was funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to oh say this, but it was God. fucking funny. I'm like, you dumb bitch. Oh. If you make... That was loud. If you make... If you fucking make threats like that, what the fuck do you think it's gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, what do you think? What are you expecting? Anyways, I'm gonna go to my perspective of what happened that day for me. So, I was in my science class, my biology class. And, you know, we got the... We got the announcement on the intercom saying that we're going into lockdown. So we go, half of us go into the closet because we're smart. And everyone else, like, we were doing, pro- like, we were doing projects. Everyone else was out there doing their projects, like, in right in front of the fucking window. And I'm oh like, my- you guys are dumb. Like, we didn't know what was happening. And there was this one chick, she was, like, refreshing, like, Facebook and Twitter, like, trying to get, like, news and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, trying to get news and stuff. And I remember this, we had this foreign exchange student in our class, and he was fucking around, like, a couple hours in. Wait, who was it? I don't remember his name, but I think he was, like, French or, or German. I don't know. I know. Was he a tall boy? He was tall and he was blonde. Ugh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And he was fucking around, and, like, so, in the closet, there was a door that led to another class, the neighboring classroom. And he unlocked it, and I was like, don't do that. And then, like, he didn't lock the door. Like, he wasn't in on it or anything, but he was just fucking around and stuff. And I was in the closet, and I remember my teacher, she was, like, she was, she looked like she was going to cry. Like, 
because they don't allow like pepper spray in classrooms. So she had bug spray and she was guarding the door. And I could just tell that she was like, she was tweaking really was bad. Was it Miss Torres? Yeah, it was Miss Torres. Oh my god. She was tweaking really bad. Because Miss you know, Torres. I love her. <laughs> I know she's my ride or die. She's oh, I love Miss Torres. I don't. Miss Torres not going to be listening to this, but Miss Torres, I love you. <laughs> Thank you for yelling at me so much to do my work. I love Miss Torres. Thank you for being so good to me after I had a really bad concussion and I came back from school and you literally gave me a hundreds on everything. I love you, Miss Torres. But um, were you, are you still going? Yeah. I'm sorry. So thank you, Miss Torres, for protecting us. And with bug spray with, yeah. at your four foot eleven stance. Yeah. She was trying her she best. She was a short She was lady. tweaking really bad. I could tell that she was really freaking out. I love her. So, the fucking police, we didn't know there were police. I thought it was the fucking shooter. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't even know about this fight until after. But the police came in, didn't announce themselves. They told us, like, they shined a bright-ass light because it, it was a closet. It was dark. And mm-hmm. we're ba- we barricaded ourselves in there. Mm-hmm. And... Was it the SWAT or the police? I don't remember. What, what were they big guys with guns? Get away from me! Put your hand up! Yeah, yeah. They so said SWAT. The, probably or no, it was the police because I remember like the one security guard. He turned like he he was a cop then, mm-hmm. like after. Anyway, so they came in. They told us to get. I was like holding scissors. Well, I don't know what's gonna do with dull ass scissors, but I had to do something to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And I got on the ground. I dropped the scissors, and they pointed guns at us, and they shined a bright ass light. And they were like, it's SWAT. Like, that's when they announced themselves. It was SWAT. And I almost broke down fucking crying because I thought that was it. I thought I was going to die. Jesus Christ. I was even texting my mom. Like, there was another girl in my class and she didn't have a phone. So she was texting her mom. And then I had my phone. I'm texting my mom. I don't don't even like my mom. But I was, I still wanted to, you know, send my last regards in case. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. You you come out to your mom. Mom. I'm this <laughs> no <Mom. laughs> no I, I like texted mom and i was like well if this is it then like bye like i love you like tell tell everybody i said i love you and bye mm-hmm. if this is it and i thought that was like when they pointed the gun and they shone a bright ass light in my face I thought I, was, I thought that was it. My life flashed before. It was very sad. Jesus. But my life flashed Jesus. before my eyes. And then they were like, you know, pointing the lights at us. And like, they weren't searching us, but they were like checking. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the main classroom. And Miss Torres was fucking freaking out. Oh like she like, you could hear her run to our, the, because I think she was trying to protect us. And mm-hmm. you could see her run and you could hear her run and they were just checking and stuff and they said all clear and then like they took us out and we went to the i went to the library and this was before lunch everyone had to take a piss so i ran to the library and i almost had a mental breakdown in the bathroom jesus that was my perspective okay but this is my perspective (laughs) this is alexia's perspective it's okay so two days before yes i was an rotc kid i was an rotc for four years and yes i was a high-ranking officer okay just throwing that out okay so, <laughs> um, I had, I passed out in uh, ROTC because our commander had us in attention for 30 minutes yelling at us, especially the guys. And like, I was, I didn't, I didn't think I, I locked my knees, but I was getting tired. It's 30 minutes at attention, girl. Mm, you can't move. You can't do anything. He wasn't even putting us at ease. Um, like 
I remember, I don't remember anything. I, I, in my head, I was like, oh, my stomach just really hurts. I feel dizzy. I'm just going to close my eyes. Just like pass, right? Next thing, I woke up on the floor. I woke up on the floor. Um, like I was conscious like five minutes before I actually regained conscious. I hear, I heard everything, but I couldn't move. I was like, what, am I dead, bro? What? They did like this uh, knuckle thing on, the, on your chest to wake you up. And I woke up gasping for fucking air. It was scary, right? Um, I went to the hospital. I got a, like, really bad concussion. And they sent me back. So, the first day I was back in school, I was cold. It was summer. I was cold. I was like, I'm fucking freezing. So, I had this, like, huge coat. I had this, oh my god, this is gonna sound so Well, fucked actually, up. it wasn't summer, because I remember it was, like, oh, it was right before, it was right before Thanksgiving. Like, before we went on break. For me, it was, it was getting fucking spicy. <laughs> it was getting spicy. It was still spicy. It's, it's New Mexico. It was gonna get spicy either way. Um, but... Like, I had this, it was like a trench coat thingy, right? <laughs> Dion's rolling her eyes. You think you at the Matrix or something? Yes, bro. Yes, the Matrix. Oh my god. So, like, I was just so cold, and me and my friend were just looking at my phone, because my phone was the only one that had, like, cell service. Like because they god. shut down the networks in the, in the, like, in the school. And a lot of people in the ROTC don't have, like, freaking cell service. I'm like, wait, why? So I was the only one. So we were all huddled up looking at my phone and we saw everything. It was live. Like there was um like helicopter view and shit, right? So I stopped and I was texting my mom. I was like, mom, there's this is going on. And keep in mind, my sister was in the school too. My my sister was in the school too. So I was shitting my pants. I was like, no, my, my older sister, my older sister's like special ed. Like she can't walk. She's in a wheelchair. I was like, oh my fucking God. So... We were just vibing, and our and our chief was like, "SWAT is coming, so don't don't freak out. Just immediately once they come in, put your hands up, put your hands up, like, put your hands up." So I was I was like, "Okay, I'm mentally prepared." They broke down the fucking door, and these beefy bulky man came on sh- like was aiming at us, and I just shot my hand up, and they're like, "Yo, come here!" And I was like, <laughs> "So I was like, put my hands up." They're like, "What do you have in your pockets?" I'm like nothing, nothing. And then Chief was just trying to, like, tell him, like, going, what was going on. Like, she just had, she just got out of the hospital. She has a concussion. She's really disoriented. And the other person was like, we'll talk to you when we get, when we have to talk to you. Be all fucking rude to Chief. And I was like, oh, how dare you? So, like, they made me take off my jacket. And they're like, you have anything in your pockets? I'm like, no, sir. No. And I still had, like, like, I was fucking shitting myself, right? I feel like that was racially I motivated. Was, they didn't search me because I'm know, white. I know, bro. It's racially motivated. <laughs> so, so they checked me and they, like pat me down though like, she's good and i and like they just told me to sit down and i just broke down crying and she's like are you are you okay corazon because he used to call me heart in in spanish i'm like no you no I'm, i was so disoriented i felt like i was gonna pass out like i was like dude that's not cool bro just because i was cold how dare you but at the same time i didn't know what was going on i only found out about the fight a day before because they sent me the fucking video and i was like damn that's fucking brutal right i didn't know and i was all disoriented and i was like what the fuck is going on what is going on so my mom picked me up from school and i was like mom i don't feel good she's like you need to go to the doctor i'm like yeah <laughs> we went back to the we went back to the doctor <laughs> it was scary like it was fucking horrible and afterwards we had to go to the to the marksman classroom that's where we learned how to shoot we were there 
and everyone was messing around and i was just in the corner just tweaking i was like and they're like, they're like, like no they they were like and the school shooter and i was like stop stop aiming at them and they and they had like pit little bb guns like those little pellets and yeah they're steel they're hard like you fucking hurt someone with them right i was like stop please for the love of god stop stop and it just you know it's fucking oh it's scary it was just so scary and i remember my mom was all like i had a barricade myself in one of the, in one of the um classrooms with all the with all the like computers i'm like mom they had a, they had a window she's like yeah i was like god damn it mom you couldn't lay you couldn't duck down she's like yeah we ducked down and shit and uh before but like i learned this afterwards um my sister was in the car was in the car with AC. She's like vibing in there. She didn't know what the hell is going on. Well, yippee for her. And Fuck. Mr. Ridley, Mr. Ridley, the special ed yeah, teacher, I know Mr. Ridley. he came and she's like, come on, make it, let's go. Let's go make it. And he caught her wheelchair and he just zoomed with her to go inside. And it was just so fucking scary. Like, it was fucking terrible. Fucking, oh. Well, yeah, we already talked enough. I think it's time to end this episode yeah i think it's time to end it so thank you guys so much for listening and please donate to the gofundme dion is dion is gonna put in the description and i really really appreciate you guys listening and i hope you guys have a good day and if parents are watching this parents which i doubt not really but well you know we could so please just after you're done Hug your kids. Tell them you love them. My mom will never do that. <laughs> Neither will mine. <laughs> Go to your kids. Tell them you love them. Spend time with your kids because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yeah. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. I'm sorry to be like a bitch about it, but tomorrow's not guaranteed. Just love your kids today. And yeah, well, I hope you guys like this episode and please let us know what other cases you guys would like to, for us to cover and we'll see you guys next week peace out mongos bye bye bye